A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And away we go. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know what that was. I feel like I understand like couples that have been in a relationship for a long time and you just um, like you're married and your husband, you know that uh, every time you're going to go to a party to the to the, the Jefferson's house, he's going to grab some woman's ass or something and you just have to sit there and take it. And that's how I feel every time Poodle burps for five minutes before we start a show. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? That's a boy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. I did it. No, I will every not be ridiculed time, by you. I'm putting time. it out. I'm getting it out. <laughs> Would you rather me burp during the show? I don't know why you have to wait till we're on camera. It's I'm just getting like, it out. At least you don't fart, but y'all, it's literally like. I'd rather you not tell our behind production secrets. Um, You burped <laughs> in the middle of our shows. Sometimes it will come up if I've been talking. <laughs> or drinking. Y'all yeah, get ready. When the live shows happen, all bets are off. <laughs> Maybe I'll just take my pants off one night. That could happen. Um, yo, this is toe. 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 90 day gays doing toe, y'all. This is toe. Doing this some is toe. Toe. This, this is our first free show. Um what do you mean? of the week. Oh, of the week, yes. Uh do we have we have any announcements? Oh, we I were th- gonna make we were gonna make one announcement, but I don't know if we're ready to. Maybe no. tomorrow. Well, let's tease it for tomorrow, but we will do it tomorrow. We have this to do it tomorrow. This is the worst cocktail. No, ever. well, actually, we already know. There's nothing to say yet. We, we're going to make a light announcement, and then we're just going to say kind of what's we're happening. We're going to make a light announcement. A light. That? 
A light announcement, and then Jackie's no, going to give us all the rules. It's a soft announcement. It's a soft, not a light announcement. It's like it's a soft it's like, opening. It's like a like it's yours. Like a, it's like a chubby. Yeah, it's not a full hard opening. This is huge news. We're about to drop on you. It is but still huge soft. news, but still like a soft. big, like a thick dick that's soft, just like knocking at your lower back. <laughs> um, yes. Not that I know anything about that. Um. Yeah. Um, <laughs> soft opening. <laughs> um, here's the big thing. Can you give us a drum roll? And we'll. Um, this is going to sound like I feel like everything we're going to lead up to is just going to be like here. We're changing our name. <laughs> he just had to do it because I knew he wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> we're, but here's the deal, y'all. We're <laughs> we're changing the name of the show, and we're changing it because. Not because we want to. Not because we want to, because very long story short, we thought we would be on the up and up and trademark our podcast name. And when we did that, we triggered legal schmiegel stuff, not with TLC and no. not with Discover and not with Matt Sharp. So please do not come for them. No. But for the company Don't. that owns them, Discovery. And it's so Discovery they- Network legal. And and it's and let me explain just what it is. Um anything we with- desist letter, you desist. It was a little scary. No no lie. We've had some time that says basically we're going to take everything from you. So, um, so it's, it's been a thank, thank goodness for our lawyer, Emily Kimmel. Um, that kind of helped us through all this. She's actually a sissy in the squad. You guys, um, the thing that you should know is that it's not necessarily about them being afraid. We're taking something of theirs. It's just that uh, they, but tr- trying to trademark our name would cause confusion in the marketplace for if we were an actual representative of Discovery Limited and Discovery Network. And you understand why we would not be the ideal representative. We are not the, the brand of vast ambassadors for Discovery. So honestly, to be honest, we're not even y'all don't write them, tweet them, don't be a no, it's, we actually kind of get it. It's a good thing. It's and a good thing. We actually are excited because, you know, we've started to do, we're back doing Sweet Tea. And we want to do other shows besides 90 Day Fiance. And we feel like 90 Day Gay we're already doing kind, of, that. kind of lets people think that we just do 90 Day Fiance and we yeah. don't. So we're not stopping doing 90 Day Fiance, though, just yeah. so you know. So what? So this is going to be changing, but you give me the drum roll poodle and I'll do the second part of the announcement. <laughs> We're going to do a contest, and you're going to pick the name. That's what's going to happen. And y'all are going to choose our new name. We are going to choose our new name. Caveat, if you're shitty with your choices, I'm still going to make the decision. (laughs) That was the only way I could get Jake to agree. I said, what? (laughs) He was like, but what if they're all bad? I said, okay, if they're all bad. He said, I'm just picking what I want or making something. RuPaul says, the final decision is mine alone. It's true. So I'm good um, with shit like that, y'all. Though I named us, I named Ninety Day Gays. I mean, and I helped shake and bake, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Jesus, I. But I'm good with branding. I'm good with coining things. Um, it's a strength so, of mine. We, uh, Jackie is helping us. Jackie, our Facebook moderator, fear, fearless dead mother Jackie has been working on kind of a way to organize this and how we're going to do this. There are going to be some rules. Um, well, actually, I think we're doing this 
all wrong and Jackie's going to kill. So we should read the rules now because I think we're starting to do this. Well, actually, we'll read the rules and talk about it tomorrow. You're because, a fucking mess. No, I was going to say we're going to talk about the rules and everything on tomorrow. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Because um, submissions will start, I think, on this Friday. On yeah. November 6th. Submissions will start November 6th. And we're going to end it, I believe, like the beginning of um, December. And then we're going to make decisions and we'll make an announcement in January. There will be a prize for the person um, that um, that submits the winning name or Mm -hmm. comes the closest or picks the top name that Poodle likes the most, but still doesn't want to. (laughs) So anyway, that's it. That's the news. That's kind of when y'all, it's really nice to get a cease and desist letter the day your father goes into the hospital. (laughs) We've been dealing with this. I I got the letter and uh and I was texting him. I'm like, you may want to check your email. Please call like, me. I was like, what are you And then about? there was radio silence for for like hours because he was dealing with his dad and I'm like, how is this motherfucker doing this to me? Yo, cuz he you didn't know about my dad yet. No. <laughs> I was just sitting there looking at the letter saying we're going to take everything you have. Because I was less concerned about cuz y'all cuz I work my cubicle or your, your job is at a law office. So I'm used to these letters of brimstone and fire where Jake was like, "Oh my god, am I going to have to be a top?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd find another way around that. Um anyway, so that's anyway, the news. We're excited the about news it. Is- we're changing our name, and you guys are going to help us. And we're changing our art, which may or may not have some of 90 Day Fiance's logo. We make no um, <laughs> we make no claims that we used any of the original artwork, but no. we promise you it will be gone. Yep. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, that's but that's the big news. Let's dispense with this shit. The other big news, I should say, is not big news, but... We are we're, uh, this is the first week of November, and we normally do a bi curious this week. We're going to push it to next week so we can be together for this one because yeah. it's going to be I love a mama's boy. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to have to be. I mean, and we have to Matt's be together. Gonna, if Matt's going to sing Frozen, then we are going to have to sing Frozen <laughs> together. And y'all know we can't do that online. He's so gay. He is. Like he is. it's a problem. He is. Like I want to. I want to go to. They're like they're in they're in town. They're, I want to go rescue her. They're like every Latin gay guy that says they're straight, and then five years later ends up on RuPaul's Drag Race as a contestant. <laughs> right? Is he Latin? He looks Latin. I'm just assuming. Uh, those, I don't know. Those eyebrows don't know. look Latin. Well, those are those are eyebrows, as I said before. Yeah. Not anyway. eyebrows. Eyebrows. Oh, bless his heart. You know, bless really his girlfriend's heart because y'all. Oh, I know some of you sissies have been there. I want to fucking rescue her. Fuck. That mom's pretty awful. No one's as bad as the Afghani mom. Holy fuck. She's She's like fucking like. She's like Yazan's Yazan's family. But worse. Because she's more insidious. She is. Awful. So that's going to be that's going to be our bi curious episode. And then we'll be having all. And uh, we might have some more stuff coming this month as well. We'll see. We've talked about some stuff. We don't remember anything. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, I know. What? This is terrible. Uh, is it something about... Don't say it. No, it's not about Christmas at all. Never mind. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> P.S. 
There is this. I was watching Food Network this morning, watching Ina Garden and uh, a couple others, or Anna, uh, Ina Garden. Oh my I'm sorry. god! Did the new episode not tape? Yeah, me? you're fucked. You, you can look it online. I just yeah. ruined life for you a little bit. Um, it's called an episode where she did a bunch of new stuff, or does she just do like what she did, like name three things she's already done before, and then cook one thing? I'm not sure. Uh, this was this seemed like a, a full thing, but I don't know if it's an old episode or not. This is when she's it's called Cook Like a Pro, Good Ingredients, and it's just the most bitchiest, snobbiest thing. Use good vanilla. You know how this, that's her thing? Uh-huh. But the whole show is that. I love her. It was so bougie and snobby. I loved it. Hey, Siri, anyway. remind me tomorrow at 5 p.m. to tape on a garden. Siri goes, thank you, faggot. Okay. Your reminder is set for tomorrow, 5 p.m. It says tape on a garden. You you also might want to tape uh, <laughs> flash dance while you're at it. Flash dance. All right, let's get to this show. Um, I just no, I wanted to say I brought this up for a reason. Oh, okay. Um, that it's holiday music, and so you'll hear. There's this Food Network uh, promo for the Holiday Baking Championship, which looks like a terrible show. Um, there's also, by the way, a Candyland show. Where that Kristen Chenoweth is hosting, and it looks like a fucking acid trip. It kind of does. I got. <laughs> I would watch that because I love her. She's Everything from Oklahoma. Everything is terrible. She's from um, anyway, the, but this this is the remix of "It's the Most Wonderful Time." It's the most wonderful time, and it just repeats that. And this woman goes, "It's the most wonderful time of the year," and it's so bad. It's my. No. What's one of my least favorite Christmas songs as well, or holiday songs? I Hallmark should say. Um, and Food Network don't do well in the holiday music. <laughs> you know, I was so excited for. I got to get. I was so excited for the holidays because I was going to be home and decorate a lot, and I'm just kind of bummed about them now. I'm not looking forward to it. I got to well, decorate your decorate your art more. I know. I have Place. to just do it at my dad's house. So get my mindset. This is good. You won't be able to see me do my one tree that I'm putting up. Oh, I'll be back in December because you're going to have to decorate more because we are planning on doing a holiday show, y'all. We're going to do I a special that. holiday show. I was show. doing the ding, 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 ding for a reason. Oh, that wasn't a surprise. We've already said that. I thought we hadn't finalized it. I thought we did. Anyway. No, we no we're doing a holiday show. We should. Not it, live, obviously. We don't want the COVIDs. Come at us if y'all love that we just talk about business stuff in the middle of our fucking show. <laughs> Let's get on with this. God damn it. We just had 10 people leave. It's 12 minutes of announcements. We're going to get comments. <laughs> We're going to get fucking reviews. <laughs> Again, it's not scripted. You know what? This is – we're trying to make it work. His father's been in the hospital. It Do has. you hate cancer, reviewers? <laughs> I – I do. I hate cancer. Well, why don't you give us a little bit of rope, okay? Anyway, y'all, yes, it's been a long day. I just needed to talk to my squirrel friend. Um, um, who needs a squirrel friend? Who needs one of our gay friends right now is oh, Ariella. Fuck. Okay. Oh, man. Let's talk about him. Boy. You know what? We have. Oh, I'm so angry because this. Oh, man, <sighs> you feel for her. So listen to this. I told yeah. you before we started. So yeah. y'all, you have you have tea. You got tea the, on Ari and Binyam. If you never listen to them normally, you should because I love them. Um, Kim and Kyle, great episode this week. Do you know they from, talk a, from Night Day Cray Cray? Night Day Cray Cray. Uh, um, who no, nobody? We email Cray Cray. By the way, Cray Cray, and a shout out to 
uh, Molly at 90 Day Bay. Uh, we talked to them about all this legal stuff, and they were really supportive and helpful yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Every been, um, everyone's been great. But uh, so first of all, Kyle talked about like he had a botched circumcision. So mm-hmm. he talked about that. They also talked about, um, which is super interesting. I didn't realize this. They, you know, when Ari and Benny left the hospital and, yeah. um, and you know, Benny walked. Yeah. Guess what? Ari and the cab driver were in a car accident on the way home <gasps> from the hospital. Whoa. He so said that baby could have been expelled like a, like, like a, a hot potato. Yeah. So, but Kyle brought up, he said, think about it. They're editing the show to show Ari how they want you to see Ari. Mm-hmm. And we always have to remember that, that as she seems privileged and this and that. But I mean, to me, I was like, wow, that is a huge thing for someone to say they're afraid of a car wreck the whole time. And then you don't even discuss that they were or show that they were in a car wreck. Like that's some shady shit. Yeah. I mean, I've I mean, said this, I said this before, you know, it, it's deciding how they want the story to go. And they don't like Ari. I guarantee you the crew doesn't. They don't seem to like, but, and they want to portray her as kind of privileged American, which she is. Which she is. But and, I think they're really wanting to ramp that up. Can you imagine? They, you would look like such a cunt on TV, <laughs> and I would look so stupid. They would demolish us if we were on reality TV. You would say things, and, and the people, when people would say, he's a fucking idiot. And about me, they would say, who let this cunt in my house? <laughs> Every, everything, they would, get, they would get my worst. They would get my worst times, and they would do a montage of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be horrible. And they just have you, like, staring there with your mouth open like a mouth breather half the time. And they would just have you... He have you keep saying stuff like that. So then people think you abuse me, and then I would get super famous because people would feel sorry for it. Maybe we should be on TV. No, you'd say something stupid, and people would say, oh, it wasn't just Poodle. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so you guys, I just I mentioned this a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling sorry for her again, um, mostly because, I, you know, you could say it's postpartum, you could say it's. I worry about that. You know, you could say it's just the stress of being in another country where she doesn't know anyone, and also you could you could say it's kind of a little bit of Binyam's control issues. Or I was going to say, or you could say after this episode, I feel like I realized it kind of clicked. I went, oh, Binyam is a performer. Now, granted, he's a bad performer. He's just slapping some ass and calling ass it drums, keyboard but, leg. Benningham's a performer. He's aware of the cameras. He's aware of how he's perceived. Mm-hmm. He's aware. Ari is not aware. Ari is just living her truth. She's not. And, that I, is. and Benningham, I, I went, I bet he is showing a completely different side behind doors than what we're seeing. He's I just a, had that feeling. He's a really good martyr, too. Very. Um, and I feel like she's just... What you see is what you get with her. She's because I, like a raw emotional. Yeah. And, we, and we've talked about this. I think it's because she's had to. She's had to. Her instruction has been to try to immediately process what you're feeling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and some of us sissies said, that's every Jewish girl from, <laughs> from New Jersey or right. every uh, it's the, the John Mulaney bit who where we walks where he said his Jewish girlfriend walks into the room and goes, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> they will always tell you how she's feeling. John Mulaney um, is so funny. He is oh, a little bit about Catholics too, and I was crying. Um, um, I didn't love his SNL opening monologue, but that's neither here nor there. So let's talk about um, her. Let's talk so, about circumcision the, again. The title and and postpartum depression. Everyone's favorite topic to hear two gay men talk about. Um, yes. So you can see by the opening tile. So Ari's given a stank face, and so it's going to be a bad uh, trip. It is. And um, when last we left these, this two, this lovely twosome, Binyam, uh, Ari has taken the baby to not have the circumcision. And, uh, and he's like, how could you do this? We respect our elders here. And, and, uh, and he said, she didn't explain anything. She just went. And he's like, can you tell me why you said no? And she's sitting in the car and saying, no, I'm not going to when you're still being mean to me. Um, and honestly, she's in such an emotional place. No amount of quote unquote reasoning is going to help. I think anything. I don't think in that moment, I don't think Benium was being mean to her. I think it was just she mm-hmm. could not be consoled. I mean, she really was. Um, it almost looked like a it almost looked like a. A movie, like when you see like a movie, like in a, this is very trigger warning, but like when you see like a mother and her baby dies or something, just holding the baby, kind of looking at like rocking and talking. She was so inward. I don't. She just pulled it all in and was just so trying to shut out the world. I don't think this was about the baby. I think this was about Ari. Oh. Trying to, trying to kind of rewrite something that happened to her. I think there could be a lot of that. I do think, and we don't know, just so I've heard, I do think there's also, y'all, you got to think it hasn't been that long since she's had the baby. So typically, like, I know women that will, um, not even their own baby, like if it's a couple of a week or a couple of weeks, even after birth, they will, um, they'll hear a baby cry and they'll just start lactating. Mm -hmm. So, a, her body is probably physically responding, but I agree with you in that because it's um. Oh, I think I've talked about this before, but man, search a meeting, man. What's oh yeah, that Victor Frankel, but he talks about like when someone has trauma, an abnormal response to an to a to a normal circumstance becomes the normality. Yeah, and I do think that like, but then I don't know. Is this not because I an abnormal response? Because we've had a lot of sissies that talked to us that said. They had to have a situation where they had to have a C-section like Ari, and they completely broke out about that like her. Now, we had a lot of women, too, that said, I was super stressed out and scared, and that was a total reaction, overreaction of what she Mm -hmm. did. Probably a little more of those. But but so, I I don't know. It's hard. This gets to, though, do we still say, okay, sure, we're still dealing with this kind of stress. Um, I feel like the circumcision thing is something altogether different. Um, I think she's afraid of inflicting any pain on her baby um, mm-hmm. because she's she knows pain yes. and she just she's like oh, already I don't I care about. And there's this kind of she can't live anywhere else but being in the moment because that's what her I feel like sometimes maybe her her therapy has seemed to have her talking about in the moment. She doesn't really plan neither BB or her are planners. 
They're not playing. So, I think the future, I think BB doesn't think about the future because he's just emotionally mature. Ari doesn't think about the future immature. because it's our immature. Ari does not think about the future because it's overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. It's overwhelming. And we see when she's holding that baby, I went, fuck, she's unraveling. Yeah. She's literally coming bad. apart at the seams. This is not good. If I were scary, if I were, if I were her mom and I saw this at the time, I would, first of all, I would be over there and taking her back immediately. I would then say, we're going to, I'm not saying commit her or something, but we're going to get you help and you need to not be by your, not be with the baby by yourself for a while. You need to have something because it's, it's only making it worse. Well, and put in perspective, I think Ari would have a really hard time having the baby in the Anywhere. United States. Totally. So the, totally the problem, it's all with this on top of it. It's just too much. Uh, and she's – but and I think the more – the worse it gets with him, her saying, him saying things to her, she's like, it's my decision, blah, blah, blah. It's my baby. Because that that that's that self protective instinct, mm-hmm. and she has to say it's my baby because she feels like her baby in her mind, her baby is endangered, mm-hmm. so she has to protect the baby. Again, I just I totally get her here, and uh, and I'm gonna have more to say. The only thing negative I can really really say about her, and this was because this was done afterwards, is her confessional eyebrows. Come on, they're not good. <laughs> I know it's it's still I do think she had from my outside perspective so come at me sissies because I'm not a woman and I'm not a mother I do feel like her reaction was um too much for yeah what the circumstance was um I did like you said I think she made it more about her um I'm I'm not saying that I'm saying the reaction to the circumcision had nothing to do with the baby. No. Now, what really broke my heart is, um, um, well, so anyway, they talk in the car and then they go home. And such yeah. a preface for people. I forget some people don't watch and they just. And this is the next day. And this and is the next. God, no, it's not you? even the next day. It's like a week, I think. Oh, maybe you're right. They're they're going to get the circumcision that day. And maybe I think right. now she's a little more. She's a little more feeling her oats now. And she's like, the only reason I'm doing this is because you want it and my family wants it. Because that is kind of Ari's MO. Is Which isn't helpful at all. She's, she's a, that is Ari's. She's a martyr. So yeah. she's always going to be like, I've been put upon to do this. Right. And for her, I, um, it, 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 it's, it's she's just like, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. You know, you know, and I actually, because I asked him, because I didn't know, my own father had a circumcision in his 30s. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I said, did you have that done? He's like, yeah. I said, did it hurt? He's like, no, it's fine. I was eating chicken soup that night. I was fine. So wow. it wasn't painful. But um, Why? I thought it was just so normal for American, for American boys to be circumcised. Maybe not of that time era, but um, or maybe because he they were really poor, and maybe he wasn't that, raised religious. Um, well, they, not really, but so, but yeah, it's something that um, um, 
So yeah, it's something that he, but you know, we've had other sissies come on the spectrum that you all have your opinions on this and you've all done and whatever works for you is what works for you. But I think what, well, when they go to the hospital again, that's where I kind of got this feeling like, what is it like for, because Ari says he keeps bugging me and bugging me and bugging me about it and pressuring me. And at first we used to be like, that's just Ari. And I'm like, now I believe her. I think that probably he's bringing this up all the time and kind of beating her down about this decision. That's just kind of what's in my gut about this. I don't I, even have evidence, but. I don't know. I, I feel like, ugh. I, he he does seem super controlling, and he gets his way because he's Mister Nice Guy. Yes, he's um, that. Not, he's yeah, that, he's that asshole nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I it's one of the reasons I don't really like him uh, because I can see through that through that kind of shit. If you're if y'all if you I loved him like a lot of people say, I thought mm, you know, a lot of people are really Tim Binium. I'm like, uh. if you're too nice, y'all, there's something wrong with you. There's you can see through that shit. That means you're putting on something. You're putting on Wolf's clothes. But she says he told him that they are doing this and it's not a choice. Now again, what did Ari hear? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Says she agreed to do it once again, and his reason is he wants. And I didn't know this. This is a lot of reasoning. Um, he doesn't want him to feel shamed. That's because a lot it, of reason why men do that. They don't want their sons to be in a locker room. And and I will say it it does set you apart in America definitely it sets you apart um, in Europe it doesn't at all like if you if I you oh, know, you if, I, know. if I <laughs> if I'm going up and down the Dick Riviera y'all it's just miles and miles of uncut coastland um, coastline. coastline just miles and miles miles um, and if you're in France Germany it's all uncut territory. Um, uh, only when you get, and it's interesting because it's a religious reason for, um, for Binyam where there were circumcisions is, is an issue. Um, and maybe it does show, and, and w- w- let's go back to what circumcision, circumcision is. It was, it is an agreement between God and, uh, and man. So it takes on religious significance. So it's it's both just you can take that into all the cultural things like your shame for not having your penis cut. But they're also going to have a lot less feeling in their dick. That that's not been proven. So no, that don't. has been proven. Really? I even asked my father that too. I said, "Was it?" He's like, "Oh yes." He's like, "The sensitivity was went way down." That's interesting. Way I down. don't. Think, I thought every was, uncut guy will tell you they have much more feeling. But that. But then there have been think about studies. It. I get it, but then there have been studies that that's not true. I'm just saying from the, you know, you and I, you start asking the dick you're with. <laughs> but Ladies, I, I start think, asking the dick you're with. I, and I just want to, I don't know if that is a, that is a reason to say, I'm not going to get my son cut because I want him to really feel it. No, well, no, um, I'm not saying that's a reason, but I'm saying that that's, uh, um, but if you can say I don't want my son to, or I don't want to um, mutilate my son's body, if you want to think about it in that way, or I want to say I want I'm do- doing this because it's cultural and it's a mm-hmm. it's something I want for him. I think the last reason is I want him to feel everything. It's not that it's feel everything. I actually part of me would be like I wouldn't want to make a decision about their body that would also like 
to me to decrease their their sexual pleasure i wouldn't want to do that for my kid it's not dec- i think let's let's be careful because you're not it's not like female circumcision no it's like no, completely no, erasing no, that no no, um, no i will say the whole thing and this it it is um there have been studies on it's easier to clean and you and you it is easier to clean and yeah. you will develop um infections a lot less Yes, apparently I, you can get an STD a lot more, a lot easier if you're uncircumcised. So, yeah. um, and those are scientific studies. And whatever you want to do with the dick, we don't give a fuck. So just you know, yeah. I'm just, not gonna, I'm not gonna weigh in on this. I love bring, uh, suffer the little dicks to come on to me. <laughs> little, uh, sorry, but I was saying suffer the little children. You don't I know don't Bibles because you're Catholic, no, but not little dicks. Um, suffer the dicks to come on my face. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> That's what? The gospel know? of poodle. Ooh. <laughs> Just if you see that dick, suck it. Suck it. Suck, suck it. it. Um, I uh, I want to talk about the fact that I want to give a big well done to TLC for showing uh, a woman having anxiety about anything to do with her child, especially circumcision. Well done. Because I'm sure women go through this and no one has, I've never seen anything on television about it. I've never seen any, any, any woman reacting to the sound of her son getting circumcised. That was the hardest part to watch for me. I agree. But I Um, say kudos to Matt Sharp. And I bet that that was triggering because she said something. And one of my friends recently, um, I have a friend who, and without going into too much detail, deal with some uh, abuse with her baby. And one thing that she talked about was she said, that was not his cry. That was not my baby's cry. That's mm-hmm. not a normal cry. And it is. And she talks to me in very deliberately how the first time she heard a cry and she knew it was pain. It was one of the worst feelings she'd ever experienced in her yeah. life. And complete helplessness. This feeling of. Um, I'm a, everything Ari said. I'm a horrible mother. Yeah, so many mothers feel when they know they could have prevented their baby from having pain. And I think cultural, smultural, religion, schmaligion, whatever the fuck you think, if you wash over this and think that she needs to just get over that, go fuck yourself. Because I think, I think she, that is such a real raw emotion. It is, and I think she said, "I'm. I was. Uh, it just told me I was failing as a mom." Um, when I, because I couldn't protect him. Yeah. And I'm sure if, if she was back in the U S and she had her emotional support animal, her mother with her, that the, the circumcision would have gone pretty flawlessly. That's what I was saying before. I still think she would have had a problem with it even in the U S and then compounded with everything else. It would have been, but do I think you, it would have been as extreme her reaction? I don't think so, but I think she still probably would have cried and probably really pushed against it. Her mother would have talked her into it. I know, but on. I think I know, but I'm just saying, that's what I was saying yeah. earlier though, is that she would have had a reaction on like a, a one to 10, like a six, but because I, it's all going on. six. I'm going to say something slightly against that. And that, that, I feel like she's having to Ari is really happy in the contrarian position. And when she is back home, she is at home with people who are mostly a Jewish community. 
Mm-hmm. And so there's just no way to go against. So she would talk about going against it, but she would still have her child circumcised because mm-hmm. it's so cultural. The you Brits know, is a huge event. I still think she would have it done. I 100%. I think she, but I think she just would have had a, still a hard time with it because I think that she, um, but uh, this is a, but she's having a really hard time because she actually goes away one time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think it would have been half as bad. That's just what I said. I said it was like on a, it would have been like a six in the U.S. and then like yeah. sixteen here. So after it's all done, he's he's like trying to kind of like put a put a fine point. He's like, "So how do you feel now?" <laughs> he doesn't, y'all. He's the Benyam is the worst person to have in a crisis. Well, the he worst really is. He really is gaslighting for her gaslighting her for having big emotions yeah because if you all think about it we even when Biddyham starts this episode he, he says i'm so mad you can't even tell he's mad like he doesn't well, yeah cultural thing i know in his call being a man but you can't even tell his own emotions so these these two are the worst two people for one another and i wrote down a baby fixed nothing so, y'all, if you're thinking about having a baby to save your marriage or save your relationship, you may want to rethink that. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't fix anything. It don't fix nothing. It just makes worse problems. Oh. They, um, she finally gets him kind of settled. And uh, You mean the baby? The baby. And Benny kind of says, you know, her trust in me is really low, and it worries me about the relationship. You should be. She's looking up flights right now. And the deal is, I want to preface and say, maybe it's, he is, but I I mistrust Benny a little bit more. Do I think Benny a bad guy and deserves to have his baby taken away to another country? No. no, not at all. I don't think he's a bad dude. I just think he's really fucking emotionally immature. And he also comes from another culture that he's been babied by his family and never really... Um, was required as a man in Ethiopia to be, to taking your own emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I agree with you and Ari desperately needs that. She doesn't have, she doesn't have a lot of her own uh, self-assuredness. Yes. She's going to need a lot from her partner. And Ari, Ari needs a guy who had like a horrible, like who had like a, uh, who um, who had a mother who literally couldn't handle anything and was maybe like a complete breakdown. And like some kid who just had a horrible life of parenting his mother their entire life. And Norman Bates. <laughs> yes. That's who Ari needs to be with. So then they can just parent Ari. I think she needs to be a lesbian. It would be just so actually. Do you know how bad she, that would be? Oh, she now. would, but she would have the fights would be legendary. Oh, um, legendary. But I I feel like she just needs, ooh, she needs to um, have someone. This sounds even. This sounds really bad. She needs to date someone from her own social circle, who knows everything and can kind of talk the language of her parents, and she can talk the language of his parents, and she can have just a normal life. What she thinks is a normal life, because what she what she's always wanted is this very exotic life for herself. Yes, an avant garde. She needs to date her dad. That's what she needs. She does because I feel like she's done with having this. After this child, she's done with the wild stuff. 
She's done with traveling the globe for fuckboys. This is done. I guarantee you she's back in the U.S. now. $100. Oh, I know she is. I know she is. And it's such a – that's just super sad for Benny. But, I mean, I feel – I mean, hopefully he'll fucking wear a condom. (laughs) (sighs) Y'all, when you're going around the world, like post-college, you need to bring boxes and boxes of Durex or Chic or Skin – S-K-Y-N, a brand that I stocked up on a while back, and they're just sitting there in my drawer. <laughs> yeah, because he started taking prep. <laughs> also, it's because it's, it's corona. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. You I might have well, them. You might I don't well always have, away. like, raw dog sex. You're like a 15-year-old that's had a condom in his wallet for 13 years, <laughs> just waiting to do it, and it's, like, sticking to the wallet. And I've got about seven or eight magnums just sitting there because you never know when those are going to come around. Most that's condoms, all. though, most condoms will accommodate a lot of big penises, but there are some penises that you need to, like, break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> When I was dating in sexual, I would just buy magnums in bulk. But magnums won't fit n- normal size penises. They're they're little. They, Again, they weren't needed. Oh, because you only dated black guys, or sorry, you only hooked up with black guys. I mean, That's you only true. fucked black guys. That's not true. It's not. It's many Latin men too. <laughs> no, Latin men. You can. You can. You don't have to do Latin. Uh, not I had the magnums. gift. I have the gift too, I know. And by the gift, I mean, send me a picture of your dick by a ruler. <laughs> exactly. Maybe good eyesight's your only gift. Um, what's next? Jihoon and Devin? I think so. No, we said we were going to talk about something. Oh, now we're doing Jihoon and Devin last. Yeah, that's what we yeah, said. Yeah, we're doing this out of order, you guys, because a lot of the heavy shit happens at the beginning. But um, let, let's, um, speaking of cock, let's be a cock tease and take a break. Take a- break commercial see y'all at the end mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Memphis oh my Tennessee. God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens! Sibling fights are unavoidable But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> it's time for Tim and Melissa, y'all. <laughs> Hey, have you ever tried to put on a futon? I peed on one. Well, I've never put one together. Boy, it's just... I'm plumb wore out. I'm, I'm, I'm plumb tuckered out. Tuckered out. Tuckered uh, out. I got rid He's trying to put the futon together, which I will say... You know, I, these, I can't be mad. These are very difficult to do. Very. Um, And he's like, well... That last week with Melissa just put all kinds of doubts in my head about about her fucking some other dude. And I need to know how many times she's done it. She wouldn't tell me. Wouldn't tell him. Um, Sorry, I was listening, but also was thinking about 
Y'all, if you want to see something hysterical, ask Poodle to just video himself putting things together. <laughs> Pretty comical. It's a lot of cussing. Um, How I many think... times Poodle didn't read the directions and just put shit together? I don't read the directions. I just do it. I do. <laughs> that happened to me just like a couple days ago when I was trying to put together I was trying, my um, Dyson uh my dyson um uh air purifier i was adding the humidifier to it and i was like why isn't this working why isn't this working and i realized i hadn't put the pump in it and i was just in it like got water all over the floor and i was like why is this working this is ruining everything <laughs> i was screaming um i also forget steps so but you know i can put ikea furniture together i'm i'm quite good at that Maybe the visual thing is better. The visuals you. help. I'm so visual. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, is it did the humidifier work? Is it working? Yeah. It's good. Fine. Um anyway, so, so y'all, we can't dog cheese. For Tim and May Lisa. Um, Boy, is it is it I just want to think about everything that's going on. I mean what? It's like read the signs. Like, Let's read be honest, the signs. She's a fucking vengeance demon conjured by some college girlfriend of his. It's like oh. Anya from Buffy. And <laughs> God, I love Anya. Oh my God. Don't get me started on Anya. That she class. is a vengeance demon uh, conjured to make him miserable for the rest of his life. And yeah, she came out of a painting somewhere. <laughs> and now she's got and her she- mother's a fucking bruja. Who's yeah. just there to destroy everything? Uh, I, I, I'm, I must say, um, I really want. I never want to see either of them again. I never want to see Cheese Stick again. I never want to see May Lisa again. If they're on Pillow Talk, I'll send it a bomb threat to the offices. No, it's I'm just- gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make a promise, and this is one I think I can keep. I'm gonna promise you, they're never gonna be on Pillow Talk. <laughs> gotta be entertaining. And I think that's why their storylines are actually pretty short. I don't think there's a lot about them. I think basically he's moved here and it's not going to work out. He's going to move away. And she's going to fucking torture him every second that he's there. So Melissa, Melissa, she does not think that um, Robin, his mother, mom, his mother she, who looks like Ann Dowd. Yeah, true. <laughs> if she's you like, know. Well, Star of stage and screen and Dowd. <laughs> you know what? If your boyfriend or husband knows who Ann Dowd is, you need to get a divorce. Because <laughs> he's gay. <laughs> she was on The Leftovers. She was fantastic on The Leftovers. Anyway, her boy, <laughs> his mother is Ann Dowd. Ann Dowd. I think Ann Dowd is, is uh, much prettier than her. Oh, yeah, and if you haven't leftovers, Aunt Dowd is in The Handmaid's Tale. Yes, she's right. Aunt, Lydia. Yeah. Aunt Lydia. Yeah. So, um, she, Melissa doesn't think that she should know that he that she fucked somebody mother, else. That's the none mother. of her mother's business. And here's what Melissa doesn't understand. A son, every son is a mama's boy. A son is going to a son is going to talk to their mom about Not shit. Not as much as yours, but that's okay. But still, you would tell your mother because you would. 
You tell I you don't wouldn't? talk about my mother to anything sexually. I just don't. No, but not if like you, you. You wouldn't tell your mother that someone. You wouldn't tell your mother. Let's say your mother knew that you cheated on some guy you're about to marry. Okay. And she knew you were going over to insert a country poodle would cheat on a guy. Jaybird, would you? You did that. Oh, Mexico. God. Let's say it's going to be Mexico, y'all, <laughs> or maybe like Brazil, Colombia, Colombia, so Colombia, Colombia. Your, your mother knows that you're going there. Yeah. Okay. Argentina. There we are. Argentina. Ooh. Yeah. There you Ooh, go. The Argentines are hard. Okay. So you're going to Argentina. A lot of horns with Argentines. Great. Um, <laughs> and your mother knows that that's why you're going because yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. Your mother knows you fucked up. So yeah. you're telling me you're not going to tell your mother when you found out that your significant other that you go to beg and growl to fuck some people while you're on a break. You know what? It would be my first call. And <laughs> I think you're right now that you've explained it to me. <laughs> Because my mother would be on my side. Exactly. And uh, my mother would need to know that. And it's stupid for Melissa to think that when she needs her mother on her side, she knows it's so dumb of her because it would be much better for her to like act like it's, oh, yes, please tell your mom and not to apologize for anything, but just for, to feel like she's trying to be. But because she's right. to be secretive about it. Robin, it's not going to, that is the nail in the coffin on this. I think, I think also that it's just the mom, uh, that he's had to, he's had to beg, borrow and plead to May Lisa's parents, tell them everything, everything, everything. Yes. It's been a little different because she like fucks someone when they were quote on a break, Ross from friends. But it was like Ross from friends that he did not think they were on a break. Right. She did. Y'all, who gives a shit? Cheese Stick is a fucking golden retriever, and and May Lisa is a vengeance demon. <laughs> also, don't go it on a break. Matter. Just break up. Don't go on a break. Just I break totally up. Agree. Break up. This fucking break, break shit. Uh, you're just putting your relationship on an artificial respirator. If you're putting it on a break, that means you can't let go. Or you're just hoping something will intervene. You know, I don't know. Someone come at us if a break has helped your relationship. Yeah, actually, I'm interested in that. Um, uh, I want to know. So mom and Aunt Carmen are visiting, and that's all we need to know is – Next week. Oh, they're coming next week. Yeah. All – we do need to know that the last time uh, May Lisa okay, this mom, was tea. This was hot this tea. Was tea. That they were fighting and she threw things or he threw things or I'm not even sure. We don't even know. She said things were th people got basically she says Chase Stick started barking really loud at her. <laughs> and then the she started animal yelling. control was called. Yeah. And, and she started yelling at him. And then she said things were thrown. She did not say who threw the things, which leads me to believe she threw them. She threw things. And so. Y'all, because if somebody it's else threw things, you say, he fucking threw things. Yeah. If you throw them, you say, things were thrown. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for saying that. His mother took her and said, I'm going to call the police if you don't calm down. Which means they're good Midwestern stock, Texan. They're wasp. You don't she talk about. She was motherfucking hysterical. Probably. Uh, and you know what? I'm, I, as a woman, I've been hysterical. 
So I understand when people would call the cops on me. God, can I keep telling you you're not a woman? <laughs> Labels. Um. So uh, yes, I've, he I've, has. I will confirm he has been hysterical. I've been hysterical in my life. You, um, you once walked out of a cabaret rehearsal. <laughs> I think because you didn't have was it false eyelashes? I don't even remember. <laughs> there was something stupid. Uh, you know what? It's my prerogative. And I will say that having his mother and his aunt visit right now is such a terrible idea. Yeah. This is the worst idea ever. She's going to be unresponsive. He's going to think they're there to support him. And so I just. She's not going to stay there. Imagine what would Mother Poodle say if she was coming to see, let's say you and your guy lived together and she was coming to stay at your apartment. And then when you got there, you said, so mom, you know, um, t- Tommy's Don't not staying with that us. show. Yeah. 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 Say, cool. Doesn't want to sit, stay with me. What does he think? What's, what's wrong with me? <laughs> My mother would make it all about her. What's wrong with me? Mother Poodle would make it all about her. Woo! And the thing is, Mother Poodle would handle this really, really quick. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, my Mother Poodle, Mother Poodle would look around for um, ways to, uh, first of all, uh, make me see that May Lisa had been, or or uh, or some port, who I had been with, had been unfaithful, and she would brainwash me into believing that she was unfaithful. And uh, she would say, um, I, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm going to get you. <sighs> God. You know, uh, your bro- have, you, have you met your brother's friend? <laughs> so His name's Andrew. Have you, it's, he's, he's, he's gay. He's great. <laughs> so your mother would do basically what Quaylon's mom's doing on yes. lockup. Yes. My mother would be a Quaylon mother. She would, uh, first of all, she would probably tell May Lisa that, or anyone like May Lisa, that she wasn't really uh, in into uh, being part of her story, and things would kind of go from there. Yeah, which is, I think, how things are probably going to go. I just it's gonna be really ugly, y'all. Really yeah, ugly. It's not. It's. Yeah, they're both they're both saying I kind of think this is the worst time. We'll see. Ugh, I yeah. hate them. I never want to see either of them again. Even though I love doing cheese stick. <laughs> and you want to see Tim's dick though, right? I would it's it's big. Oh, it's big. I will say in his confessionals, there's still he's got a still one eye up, one down thing going. It's really problematic. It's full on like uh men in black skin suit man it's a problem the only conversation i could have him is about sports and i don't Uh, care about yeah he's a fucking dumbass (laughs) i mean you know i mean just to be honest he's got pretty lips he's got pretty lips i mean he's a good kisser i'd blow him i you know what if i was in airport chilies and i was had another four hours of a layover and he was like coming on to me, I would totally take him into the United Airlines uh, uh, what lounge and bang him in a private room. Did I say that out loud? Wow. <laughs> Let that sink in. You know what? It's you know, just a bang. 
This is what differentiates us. I don't remember any of them. Different. Remember maybe the top ten. And we wonder why Discovery's (laughs) making us change our name. I mean, seriously, y'all. All of all the guys, when people will contact me and say, "Yeah, we banged like you know a couple years back," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need a little more. <laughs> I'm gonna need a little more. I don't remember your face. I'm gonna need a little more." Uh, um, I know. And I'm like, "Oh yes, Pro- probably even that though." Can you send it? Okay, yes. Um, <laughs> when you um, orgasm, do you, do you slap? Do you slap people? Do you moan? <laughs> Do you say fuck or do you act like you're having a religious experience? I mean, I'll be honest too. Even with good big dicks, you're only going to have really good sex maybe 25 to 30% of the time. Tops. It's true. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, I am quite a perfectionist. I like things to go. I like things to, to wow me. If I don't go, wow. By the end. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All I need is the music <laughs> and the dick. <laughs> I just read the everyone. 25% of everyone else. 25% of people. <laughs> you know what? I'm being generous with 25%, honestly. And it's more I like 10. Know. Yeah. I think I can probably remember... This is terrible, and it makes me sound slutty, but I don't care. I'm not going to slut shame anyone. I can probably remember really good 25 people. Oh, 10 for me. Wow. I can't remember all those people, but I have a horrible memory. You, you know? do. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like a dog. I once a guy was, you forget with someone you forget when people. people I didn't know we fucked until he was actually inside me again, and I went. Oh, yeah. hey! Have to repeat your address. Yeah. How's your mom? How's your mom? Oh, good, good, y'all. How's this your mama? The podcast, but when I say this, I'm actually looking around. Like you so are no, we are. We, we're we're methods. You don't realize how how active we are. Um, when I when I I I like grasp my desk when I say things. Mm-hmm. I'm, my head's my arm. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a sleep shirt. Look, look, my holes are all in my shirt. Right. Is your dad still on that hardware store? Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Let's move on to Ji Hoon and Devin. Ji Hoon. Uh, I don't know. Why do you do that? Because um, when we fir- when we first watched him in the OG ninety day fiance, um, I, yeah, I probably should preface because I hope people don't think it's like a racial thing. No, I do that because we saw him and we got so excited the first time we we both screamed and went Ji-hoon! We were I just so excited and we I screamed. don't remember that at all. We did that in the first watch along. So no, like, I know you do that, and I'm just kind of like, why does he do that every time? Yeah. Well, it's my thing. Um, it's not your thing. It's whatever. Yeah. Well, what's something for you not to judge or be concerned with, y'all? Okay. Fair. Fair. Y'all, Devin and Jihoon, they're going to a park. <laughs> they're going to a park to be See how obnoxious it is. No, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> so they're going to a park with lots of tents, and Devin says, um, "When this will be in the U.S., you would buy meth." 
great. Great. Um, it's not the U.S., bitch. It's not the I U.S. I fucking hate her. Can we, like, dispense with all pleasantries with Devin? You know what? I used to think. I used, awful. She, I, she used to get on my nerves. After this episode, I'm like, you're gross. You're she's gross. Awful, I don't, and she's I totally laying the groundwork to leave him. Yes. And it's making me furious. And I'm not, I'm not a Jihoon apologist because he's a man boy. But this is ridiculous. We've actually been much harder on Jihoon than we have Devin. Yeah. Oh, she's so fucking I just awful. think she's horribly self-involved. Um, and those fucking she, lips. I feel like Devin and Brittany really showed their ass this episode. I agree. Um, so Spoiler she's, alert for next episode. Oh, I fucking hate Brittany. Oh, I adore her after this This episode. is the worst Brittany episode like, we've you had. You are such... You give Americans a bad name. Also, her makeup was orange this episode. Like when she was yeah. flying. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, so so they're in this park and they're, they're meeting his high school friends and his, his college friends. friends, which was friends we haven't met before. They haven't. And so um, and Drusilla immediately uh, goes up and makes a little kid friend. So she gets of to course. go away. And then um, she buries herself in the dirt because Dracula is retaining her strength. You know what Devin does? And I don't. You know what? My boyfriend and I, we made an agreement not to do this. And I feel like so many couples do this is we made an agreement, even if it's in jest, not to make a joke or uh, anything at the expense of uh, of our significant other. And just because we're in public, even though it's a fun inside joke to us, even if it's like, I don't know, he never does the dishes, which he does all the time. But let's say that's it or whatever. It's not about me when I'm with other people. Well, I'm doing everything, you know, yeah. I do the dishes every night. We just agreed not to do that. And I wish Devin and Jihoon would do that because she's the fucking worst about it. Yeah, she is. I, I'm curious. I think that's that I, I agree with you a little bit. Um, and in another way, I feel like that's, that's just like misrepresenting yourself to everybody and kind of, um, in a weird way, keeping yourself a united front because you don't want anything else to spill out. No, Uh, it's not not from that. It's just, I mean, it's more of, it's not that I wouldn't talk about that. It's more saying like, I would just say under the bus, but in the way of like that, it's a joke. Like if people were talking about doing the dishes and I would say, yeah, Kyle doesn't really do the dishes as much as I I do. I would say you're saying it's, it's okay. It's not passive aggressive joking way of like, well, he's just a man who never does anything or this kind of like, I'm not describing it well, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I'm I'm not but the way I'm, Devin went up to him and the way he goes up to her friends and she's and uh, basically she was like, um, so is Jihoon always, you know? Well, that was particularly terrible with money and literally just looking for things to. Um, I just I feel like people when people are couples, that's what you talk about and you have fun with that. No, I'm, but I'm saying that. I guess this is the intention behind it. Like we never want it because we have, we do have fun with that with um, I guess this is what irked me about this. We have fun with that, that a, with couples that are close to us that we're good friends with. Yeah. I agree. Just met and she's doing this. And I'm like, that, you, 
you don't do that. I totally agree with you. Yeah. um, That's what's really bothersome to me about that. And it's just um, because I've been to parties where there'd be somebody at a barbecue and I've never met this woman in my life. And she's just talking, making jokes about her, how her husband doesn't do anything. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what you do when you meet people for the first time. I feel like that's just a way to bond sometimes is, but I, I I understand what you're saying, but like in, in is to talk about your relationship because that opens dialogue. Um, Like I'm not saying you're, you're incorrect. I'm just saying it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, It's just something that's going to happen because we, we assume that our significant others love us enough to be able to talk about it in a way that's discourse. You can run it. You can run a dangerous course. Well, then you become um, Andre and Libby, that that's all they do in front of it. And it makes, it can make people come off as very um, unhappy and bitter. And I think that's another, I don't want people to. Um, I, I, I totally agree with you, but I would venture to say that 60 to 70% of people who are at couples things uh, think that being think that reflecting angry and bitter is how they should react. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how we who we are. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I think there's a little a, a little amount of ribbing is fine, but but I understand what you're saying about the bitterness, especially around strangers. That's but, just yeah, I agree. But I think a lot of that is bonding. A lot yeah. of bonding, saying this we're in this weird thing called a relationship, and we have to like. We have to talk about things that don't really work for us. But I think you need to talk about if you do that, that's fine. But talk about it with the other person. Be like, hey, are you cool with that? Is that like maybe not in that moment, either before or after? Because I think we're starting to see little by little. I feel like Jihoon is starting to resent this more and more. Like he tries oh, to be, yeah. he tries to be very like, oh, everything's fine. Huh? I'm funny. And Jihoon is getting less and less funny because She's I feel awful. like it's she. Yeah. She's awful, and I think she really is. She is preparing for her exit, and it's very, very obvious. Not only is she preparing for her exit, she wants to make him feel like a piece of shit human being. She doesn't maybe know that consciously. She does. She does. She does. She's terrible. She's terrible. Y'all, if, you, if, you, if, if I was in any party... And G- and I met Jihoon and Devin, and I was at any time with with Devin. I'd be like, "Who is that fucking bitch I had to talk to with that hair and those lips?" Because good God, it, now if I was at a party with Jihoon's friend Young Lee, oh, he was hot. Um, all those tattoos. You see all those tattoos on his neck. He was the one who looked like a little bit like was, Yoko Ono to me. <laughs> he, was, he was sexy. And then the one that had that was sitting by him in the black polo with the kind of oh. weird, he was cute. I was kind of into him. Yeah, I was too. The yeah. one that spoke English. Yeah. I had my Asian phase for a while. It was all oh, I wanted God. to date like when I was in my mid-20s. <laughs> Don't send letters. Don't send letters. When I was in the Asian phase, I loved the Asians. So it's fine. Oh God! You um, just said the so Asians. They, <laughs> Jesus. So, um, basically, she, he walks away. She's he like, Jihoon always been irresponsible with money, 
And they're like, like, yeah, he's just like a man boy, whatever. So he, he see, that is what I'm talking about. That is, yeah. you do not say that in front of strangers. No, no, that is fucking bullshit. Yeah. You say things like, like you said before, oh, so and so never washed the dishes. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. not a great example. Yeah. She's so-and-so. talking about personal yeah. shit. Or like, so and shitty, you're like, blah, blah, blah is a shitty cook. Don't say, oh, yeah, he's a thief. Yes. He stole phones. Um, she's terrible. Um, then we basically, uh, he goes away to change the, to ta- to change Young's diaper. And she's like, so guys, I need to know. There's all kinds of girls on his phone. And I see him looking at porn. Is that normal? Is that, does everyone do that? And all the other boys oh, are yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah, we're guys. Yeah. Everyone looks support. Yeah. I want to say right now, women, men, dogs if they can, cats. What? Did somebody call my name? <laughs> all of them look at porn. And Devin, if you don't. Please think- do it. Please <laughs> do it. Even people named Cheese do it. Let's look at porn. Let's look at porn. And Devin, if you if you think that goes on like full on, go ahead and cough. That's like Mary smothered territory. That you think jerking off to someone is cheating. And y'all, this is gonna be super divisive this episode. Well, he cheated on me. He cheated on me. I just what am I supposed to say? We're supposed to get on. He came home. Um I I was cheating on you. Uh, I, I, that's not true. I went to the strip club. I didn't, I never touched her. Uh, she came close to me. Her body was on me. Uh, she was in my vicinity and I promptly vomited on her shoes. Uh, I was soaking her shoelaces in my vomit. And then I proceeded to go home where I proceeded to masturbate to twin pornography. And, uh, that's, that was our wedding night. It's cheating. It's cheating. <laughs> Yo, I miss Frank from Smothered so much. <laughs> I know you do. I feel like we'll see him again. Um, so basically all the friends are kind of like. To, to say I promptly vomited again. <laughs> it was good. Frank. So I forgot Frank. So basically all the friends are like, no. Um, and then she's like, but they're selfies. And they're kind of like. You can still download fucking selfies. Yeah. He's like, the friends say basically like, Jihoon's not a bad guy. He's done stupid shit, but he's not a bad guy. I actually believe them because Jihoon even said, I'm a dad now and I got to become a grown up. And in, I really feel like his parents did raise him right. That he's a family person. Now he's not going to cheat on her. Now it's about building his family. Yes. Um, and but I don't Devin's think- already made up her mind because she already says, I feel like he's hiding something and he's being dishonest with me. Yeah. She's getting her exit strategy ready. So the next thing you guys they go to the dinner, friends, the friends are all all he- like they love they love Jihoon. They're going to dinner the next day and she's going to confront him about the pics on his phone. And uh, and he basically she's basically like. I found pics of naked girls. He just dies laughing embarrassingly. And which just tells you he's not caught out. 
He's, he's not embarrassed. He's embarrassed. So yeah. you guys, if he was cheating, he would have had a much different reaction. Cause if and someone he, accuses me of cheating, uh, by seeing pics on my phone of the dick pics I have, I'm going to bust out laughing just like Jihoon did. Yeah. Um, and, and granted I might be cheating, <laughs> but I can still, I can still act well enough but most of the time, I'm like, if you look on my phone and see all my Scruff account and my Grinder account, you're going to see a lot of dick pics, girl. See a lot of dick oh. pics. Well, again, Jihoon is pretty honest because he said, well, he said many men have sexual desires. Many women do, too. Yeah. Um, but he does say that. He said, but we don't have sex that often. And y'all, because. I've got my hand. When <laughs> my are you going to fuck? When are you going to fuck when Dracula is your stepdaughter? You're not. <laughs> Any any time that you start to make a play, it's like banging the door, going, "Mama!" Mama. <laughs> she hears because she's an awful child, and so she's got super hearing like Dracula, like a bat. <laughs> but then Devin says something, and I feel like this maybe will be divisive. But she says, "Masturbating to women is cheating." It's not. Come on, come on. It's not divisive. No. I'm, I'm I, saying no, I, I, I'll, I'll be interested. Come at us, listeners, and let us know. I do not think it is cheating either. It's not. Um, I do not. So you're saying masturbating to any type of porn, to any type of... Now, if you're talking to people, you're exchanging pics or videos... That's different. That's very that cheating. That, that could be... That could be in uh, kind of an emotional level. I want to make yeah. sure what you're saying masturbating to pictures of girls you haven't talked to and don't know. Not cheating. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Not cheating. You can make porn part of your sex life. You guys. Yeah. I mean, I've watched porn with many a gentleman caller who, who I've, I've been like, uh, who, or they've been, please, I can't do it another time. I can't do it. Like we're going to watch porn and then you will be able to. Either that or they start to fuck him and he'll say, or they're ugly, but they have a huge dick. And he'll, they'll say, look at my eyes. He's like, I am. I am. And he's just you putting his hand over his face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just looking at like. I'm glad that you're giving away all my sexual secrets <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, y'all come at us. If you think your husband, wife, significant other is cheating on you when they masturbate to to pictures of pornographic people, not people they know. No, I want to let us know. We're Maybe probably going to disagree with you. Uh, I, wrote, I kept writing down, "This is ridiculous." Who the fuck are you? When did you get so like the church lady from Saturday Night Live? I mean, he swears that he's never, and she just is like again. And this is what this is what's even shittier. She's like, "Have you ever cheated in your past relationships?" And he's like once, once. And this is what I want to say to people. If you really want to now, granted, there are exceptions to this. Like, did you kill someone that you dated within your past? And they say, yeah. yes, don't date them. Don't and date let's them. say they dated five different women and they cheated on all five different women. Okay. That's, that's a pattern. That's a pattern. For but, the most part, comparing your present relationship to past relationship is just going to be the downfall of your relationship. It's not helpful for anyone. And to say once a cheater, always a cheater. <sighs> you don't know. 
Devin has yeah. no, you know what it is? Someone who says once a cheater who's always cheater has never been in a shitty relationship. That is the truth. Or because once, truth. once you are in that situation or you are even not even in the shitty relationship, but you're the other man or the other woman. Yeah. And you realize that good people make bad mistakes and Devin still looks at the world in black and white. And I think that's actually her biggest problem in life. In a way, I know he's a man child, but in a way, in some ways, Jihoon has more emotional maturity the way he looks at some parts of the world than Devin. I totally agree. I think the idea of once a cheater, always a cheater is uh, much, much more of a, of a, a woman's conception of a guy who's cheated on them Mm -hmm. Um, and and i and i understand why one can say that because it's a boundary you don't cross just just because if there's no communication between two people that's when adultery can happen Mm -hmm. it's just i mean that that makes sense and i'm not saying it's anyone's fault uh, but I'm but saying once a cheater, always a cheater is so reductive. Uh, it doesn't doesn't like make leave. And I and honestly, it's insulting I, to the relationship. I agree. I can say this though: when someone would cheat on me, um, I would I would probably not take them back. Um, however. If I met someone, if I was dating someone and I found out they cheated on uh, a previous girlfriend, I would be like, you know what? That's none of my fucking business. I know what I'm doing and I know we're having clear communication. And you know what? I'm not going to judge them by because I don't know who this woman was. Mm -hmm. I don't know what their history was like. Yes. it's, It's assuming a lot. Now they're married. So when you're appointed a marriage, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, yeah, you're married and have two children. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, Hey, what, what, what was that circumstance? Like, what was that story? Not to like get information to put against them, but to be more like, I want to make sure that you're not ever feeling that way you felt then in our relationship. How can we communicate freely? How can we do this more effectively? Because I will promise you guys, uh, uh, if you're communicating, unless your significant other is completely ignoring all your feelings, it is, it's harder to cheat. It's a lot harder to cheat if -hmm. you're completely open with the other person. People cheat when they feel like they're talking to a brick wall. Yep, exactly. And they're not being respected. They're not being. And and that's not being, that's not to say that you could be heard. When you're the most open person in the world, they could, you, they could think that you're not giving them what they needed and they could be wrong. And then some of you are going to date narcissistic sociopaths and you're just fucked. And you're fucked. You're fucked. Cause they're just going to, cause they're going to cheat on you no matter what. So Mm -hmm. we're talking about the normal good people in the world. Sometimes people are just fucks. Exactly. A lot of people are assholes. Like men who uh, cheat on their pregnant wives. I'll never understand. I know shit happens. That I judge. That's pretty fucked that up. That I judge. If you cheat on your pregnant wife, oh man. Basically, you guys, Jihoon says uh, he, he she wants him to delete all the photos of the women. And he's like, I will. And if I cheat, I will cut my dick. And she's like, maybe not that far, no, because it's already... 
We know. What if we find out? I hope nobody brings that back in like three weeks. We find out Devin cheated or Jihoon cheated on Devin when she was pregnant. <gasps> then like, we will what? have something to say. We'll have something to say. Yeah. That's the show. And y'all. that's all we have to say, y'all. Because more is going to come in part two. Part and we'll have two. more, more, more details on our contest for the naming. And well, yes, we're going to have that. You can go to for now. You can. For now, that's you can. That's, that's what on um uh uh children of even children of Eden cut the naming when they're naming all the animals. Wow, that was just <laughs> got rid of like twenty people. Um, you can go to ninety day gays for now dot com for now. Or to find all of our show information and all that information. Um, y'all, be sure to jump on to our Y'all are coming ask you're enjoying our Sweet Tea podcast about Southern Charm. This first episode was good. It was good. I I enjoyed it. I'm really excited about next Thursday's episode. Yes, it looks very good. It, the show airs on Bravo on Thursday nights, and then we put our podcast usually up on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So come at it now. Again, the show link to that is in the show notes, y'all, because it is a different podcast. We put the first episode up for all of you to listen to this week. Going- <laughs> it's a she's, different show. She's still confused. <laughs> it is a different podcast called Sweet Tea. Subscribe to it wherever you listen to podcast apps, and we will uh, love you forever, even more than we already do. There was something else. I don't remember. Come at us oh, on what? Cameo. Come on at us on Cameo. Yeah, check it or fake it. Matt Suck Dick. Boy. How did you know my other screen name? That's <laughs> so funny. Anyway, y'all. That's the show. We're going to um, take a little breather, and then we're going to be jumping into part two. So we call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle. Because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you... Here, keep talking. Um, oh, my God. You have the whole fucking episode. I mean, the whole fucking episode. Rubber uh, ducky, yes. you're the one. Yes. And if you have ever fucked a homeless man, or sorry, an unhoused person in a tent, come at us. No, it's call us. Call us. (laughs) It's call us. Call us. Why do you... Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.